I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. And welcome to Betting Across America right here on VEASAN, presented by BetMGM. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds for the next six hours. We've got you covered for your college football Saturday. Got a great lineup on tap today, Wes, as we do every Saturday. But before we get into that, I do want to know what you're really keeping your eye on. we got early kickoffs getting ready to go. Games, potentially, with not only Heisman Trophy importance, but certainly can change the landscape of who we think might go to the college football Yeah, playoff. the headliner here in the early window at 9 o'clock Pacific time would be obviously the Red River rivalry Ooh. down in Dallas between Oklahoma and Texas. Oklahoma, some late money has hit the board. Now starting to see some fours out there, including right here at BetMGM. I'm on the money line one more time with Oklahoma. I you think are. They, they you actually, went back to the well. They have the better defense in a game that usually is a shootout. So I think maybe this is time for Spencer Rattler and these guys kind of get off the schneid. They've been falling down the poles the last couple weeks. I do believe last week that you tweeted that you were done with Oklahoma. Yeah, I know, but we get emotional sometimes. Uh, not that you would ever do that <laughs> no, uh, no, during, no, during I a would, football game, especially I, on Sundays. I would never do that, Wes, but I like the way you, your rationale is this week. This Look, we keep waiting for Oklahoma to be the real Oklahoma. Weighing that small number, you mentioned it did go up to three and a half here, so if you got the better number at three, it actually makes sense that at some point – we're waiting for that team to put together a full football game. They haven't done it yet mm-hmm. on both sides of the ball. Maybe it comes today in the Red River rivalry. We have a great lineup to get to today uh, for the next six hours. Michael Felder is going to join us, of course, from Stadium. Uh, does a great job breaking down uh, football there. Ryan Harris, we've got a, a not only a guy from Notre Dame, but also a Super Bowl champion joining the program. And you want college football royalty? We have it with Amon Green, the two-time national champion from Nebraska. Charles Arbuckle, you know, I thought Rick Doc Walker was the best tight end to ever come out of UCLA. Charles Arbuckle might have something to say about that. Former we'll Indianapolis Colt, Charles Arbuckle. Absolutely. Mike Peranio, of course, the Mandalay Bay Sportsbook Director is going to join us. He, of course, is always alongside Ben Falks, who does a great job here with our VP uh, Digital Content at VEASAN. And Scott Seidenberg is going to join us, of course, the host of The Look Ahead, and he will come on later on this afternoon. And Aaron Moore is going to break down uh, some Heisman Trophy interest that we see as the football Saturday plays out. And again, it changes as the games are going on, so we're going to have Aaron on to help us with that. But of course, what that means, Wes, is that football season is in fact here, and it's time to download BetMGM Sports. It's Nevada's premier sports betting app. BetMGM is all of your favorite wagering options, 
along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much, much more. So download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open up an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love. BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-522-4700. But again, you mentioned, obviously, the Red River rivalry is going to be the game that everybody is keeping their eye on early. What are you looking out for early in that game? Do we feel like Spencer Rattler? We're not going to talk about Spencer for the Heisman any, any longer here unless he has a monster game today. But you mentioned the defense with Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. You really th- think that could be the difference today? I do, and I know Kansas State, and credit Skylar Thompson at Kansas State, he, he was able to move the ball on them, but this Oklahoma defense really has been a lot better. It's really been the strength of the team because we talked about Oklahoma. They don't really get a lot of the chunk plays that we're used to no. seeing them get. I mean, they can be very workmanlike and still pile up some yards, but this doesn't seem to be the vintage Oklahoma offense, and you look at them, they're 1-4 and four against the number. The only number they covered was against FCS Western Carolina, where they beat them 76 to nothing. They have really not covered against an FBS opponent, so it's like, okay, that's why I thought you saw a lot of a little bit of the consensus out there kind of taking Texas. It's like, well, Oklahoma hadn't covered a game. It's like Oklahoma is very much like the Kansas City Chiefs in the <laughs> NFL, where it's like, remember, they were like 1-12-1 oh, yeah. against the number, and we see it again tomorrow. They've only covered two of their last 15 games, so Oklahoma is very much like the Chiefs, but it's like, you know when they're at their best that they're one of the best teams in the country, but they just have not been covering numbers. Maybe today will be the day. Well, we know Maryland's getting ready to kick here with Ohio State. Ohio State laying three touchdowns here, and that gets us into our smart and heart plays of the day. And, Wes, I do believe it's a smart play to play Ohio State. Now, look, we saw what happened with Maryland. They can't play a whole lot worse than they did against Iowa. But really, in these kind of high-leverage spots against the better teams in the Big Ten, Maryland just hasn't shown up. Yeah. I forgot to send mine in today, but we're actually on opposite sides here. I did take Maryland. You took the turtle? I did take them in the 21 and a half. And, you know, it is kind of pros versus Joes, but the pros don't always cover, and sometimes the Joes are going to win at least half of the time. I understand, but I think it was kind of like I looked at Maryland, and Maryland was getting backed last Friday. They were. Against Iowa. And what happened? They lost 51 to 14. They turned it over seven times. And really, I thought Maryland... You know, it kind of caved in around the Terrapins last week once their wide receiver, Dante Demas, went out with that leg injury, and he was leading the conference, by the way, in receiving yards. Demas, by the way, out for the year. Mm -hmm. So I think that's already baked in the line. Then you see Ohio State go to Rutgers and absolutely get boat race them, get out to a 45-6 lead, and and really nothing after that for Rutgers. So now it's kind of like, okay, Ohio State's back. Ohio State's back. I don't think they necessarily ever left. They just lost a football game early in the year, but they can certainly rebound from that. I think they'd still obviously be the favorite in the Mm -hmm. Big Ten. But, you know, I thought this was a little bit uh, of a big line here. Just And and I know why it is, because the history for Maryland has not been very good. Not in these spots. They've been getting beat by about 40 points a game by the Buckeyes in the (laughs) shoe and getting out yarded by a little less than 400 yards a game. So I can certainly see why. But I do think Maryland has enough explosive plays, and I still am a little concerned about that Ohio State defense, especially in the secondary. My hard play, and we're going to talk a lot about this football game as it gets ready uh, for kickoff later on tonight, and that, of course, is Michigan. And my heart says I want to back them laying the three here against Nebraska, but I understand that this is a very tricky spot, right? And so I've kind of been, I I think you and I have done a really good job of gauging where Maryland, uh, excuse me, where Michigan has been so far this year. And again, a couple of weeks ago, we thought it was a dangerous spot at home against Rutgers. They didn't cover that number. And then, of course, liked them last week as they went back on the road and got another win uh, in Wisconsin. So I really, my heart says that these are the real Michigan Wolverines and Jim Harbaugh has his best team in Ann Arbor and they're going to be around for the long haul this year. But it is a tricky spot. And again, we try to determine heart plays. You're tugging on your heartstrings a little bit here. So maybe not the smartest play necessarily. But Wes, I do look at it and I go, this is a different feel for Michigan. If they can go on the road and beat Nebraska, who's been a covering machine, by the way, ever since not covering early on in this year, and everybody thought Scott Frost was on the way out. Well, they've really turned it around the last three weeks here. So 
I think it's a dangerous spot for them, but my heart's going to back Michigan, but I don't know that my, my dollars will. Yeah, and, and I didn't play this as of yet because I initially liked Nebraska during the week, but that kind of got a little popular, and now you're seeing this in some places. I will look to see what the adjustment is this morning, but this did get as low as 2.5. This is a primetime game. There is still a lot of 2.5 out there, including at BetMGM, so that tells you there's support for the Cornhuskers in the market because it's kind of like, okay, how good is Michigan? Now, they played a real defense in Wisconsin. Wisconsin's offense, obviously, not much to write home about, right. but they played a good defense that was number one in the country in rush defense. So Michigan, you know, did well enough, kept them honest in the running game, wasn't bad, but Wisconsin didn't give them a lot on the ground. But where Michigan was able to hit them is through the air. Now, with Nebraska, they've got a very good pass rush. If they can get to McNamara early, then this is a different game. But if they cannot... Michigan at least showed they can get some pass plays down the field. I don't think it comes as a big surprise, Wes, when you look across the board here on the college football Saturday slate. You see that Michigan-Nebraska is, is one of the most bet games uh, in the country today, along with Michigan State against Rutgers and Georgia against Auburn here today. So, again, Michigan laying the threes, two and a half in some places you mentioned. Michigan State laying five and a half against Rutgers and Georgia laying 15 and a half against Auburn here. So Michigan, by handle, they've been the most bet team across the country today. So people are buying in, at least publicly, on Harbaugh. Yeah, that would scare me a little bit, to be honest with you. And and I think that this is, and I hate this cliche, that pros versus Joes. I think the pros are on Nebraska and the Joes are on Michigan. Joes may get there because this has been driven through two and a half. And you you see Michigan State on that list. By the way, they are fourth and six from the Rutgers, 25 on the first drive of the game. No score yet. Michigan State minus three and a half, 44 and a half in terms of the in-play at BetMGM, and that's essentially where it closed. It just surprises me when I look at these teams that are being bet by by the Joes out there. Okay, And then Alabama, of course, uh, laying the 18 later on today as well. That doesn't come as a big surprise here, but we've kind of looked at Alabama, and so the best way to handicap them is bet them first half if you don't like the bigger numbers. Because really, you've, you've been right on this at the beginning of the year. They kind of, not lay down, but they take the foot off the gas a little bit in the second half with these big leads. Would that concern you again today? You know, it could, and I did not play the number here. I thought it was right. I mean, obviously, Alabama is going to be on this list every single week. That's right. Especially in the first half because they keep getting there. So 18, that's basically where it stayed all week, and I know it's getting handled. So maybe there's a resistance point on A&M, or maybe the books don't want to move it any higher. But where I did play a little bit small earlier in the week, I played under 51 small in Alabama and Texas A&M. I just don't know how Texas A&M is going to score. And I think they've had a big trouble. It is Calzada, the backup quarterback, of course. Haynes King not yet back. But either way, they have really struggled to score, I think, this year. So they do have a decent defense. And I think Alabama, despite the fact that they got in that shootout, uh, at Florida and uh, Ole Miss was able to get some stuff in the second half. Mm-hmm. I still think this Alabama defense is very good. So I think this could be a lower scoring game. It would not shock me to see like something like 31 to 10 or 31 to 14 or somewhere around there. Yeah, I- I'm kind of with you on that. And I look at it and I go, boy, I feel I don't feel bad for Jimbo Fisher, not with the money he makes. But you go, boy, if you had your starting quarterback uh, throughout this slate of games, I don't think yeah. they'd be a two-loss because team right now. Everybody else, I think the defense especially, they got talent down there. They Jimbo's do. been recruiting at a he's high got, level. He's got players. He's got five stars. Now Alabama's just a little bit better talent-wise in this team. Though. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we've got a lot to get to. Obviously, we're going to have Michael Felder joining us at, at the bottom of this hour. But when we come back, they faced off last week, and now the Heisman favorites, both under 2-1, to one, to still win that award, but I wonder if one guy might be done from the discussion after what we saw a week ago. We'll discuss when you come back with us. It's Betting Across America, just getting it started. Six hours on a college football Saturday on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. The NHL season is almost here, and our hockey betting experts are ready for all the action. The VSIN Hockey Betting Guide is out. Available now with strategy and best bets for the season ahead. Get in-depth analysis from our hockey experts, including Annie McNeil, with predictions for teams and players, win totals, daily betting tips, as well as season-long trends to watch. The guide is a must-have with key insights and data for both avid hockey bettors and those new to the sport. Give yourself an edge this season and get your digital copy now for only $9.99 at vsin.com slash subscribe. Back here, betting across America, Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds. And Wes, the Red River Rivalry. Whoa, fireworks early, and I do mean early. Yeah, and I got to wait for this to be repriced now because Spencer Rattler is sacked on third down, so Oklahoma is going to punt the football away. And, and absolutely we have a they are not punt. because it is being blocked, and it looks like Texas is going to get the football first and goal from the two-yard line. This is a horrible start for the Oklahoma Sooners. And look, it got horrible right away. First play from scrimmage, Casey Thompson is Xavier Worthy for a 75-yard Basically, bubble screen, and Oklahoma takes a bad angle, a tackle miss, 75 yards at a house, already 7 nothing. Uh Lincoln Riley's guys do not look ready to play. That punt does get blocked, so now Texas uh, looks like they're about to go up 14 to nothing. I believe the total on this game closed 65 and a half. Oh. Now, 71 and a half, and this is probably going to be adjusted again. It just popped minus 3.5 for Texas. Uh even money in terms of the end game. So 7 nothing, about to be 14 nothing. Already also in the Big 12, a pair of 7s on the board between West Virginia and Baylor. We are only less than 3 minutes into the game. West Virginia took all the money, including some of mine at plus 3, close plus 1. Now Mountaineers minus a half point, 57.5 on the total. And again, uh, Texas right now second to goal at the 2, up 7 nothing after that block punt. But you're right, boy, it just looks like a terrible start right now for Lincoln Riley and company. We'll see if they can get back in, and maybe if they do, if they fall behind, Spencer Rattler. I said we weren't going to talk about Spencer for the Heisman, but maybe if he has a big day that we've been waiting for, he can throw his name back in there because they're going to have an early deficit. So we mentioned uh, that last week we thought possibly you could have a Heisman eliminator, per se, when you looked at the Alabama and the Ole Miss game. Well, I don't know if that's exactly the case, at least not according to the numbers here, because right now the two odds-on favorites still to win the Heisman Trophy are Bryce Young and Matt Corral. So Matt Corral did not have a great game. Ole Miss didn't have a great game. But yet, it doesn't seem to matter too much in the betting market. Yes, Bryce is still the odds-on favorite at plus 125. And you look at his numbers so far, 17 touchdowns, two interceptions with a QBR around 89. Those are pretty good numbers. But it's not like Corral is out. So he's at plus 185. And right now, still no interceptions and 10 touchdowns despite the loss. And I know throughout the show, we'll see how the, the day plays out here in a college football Saturday. But, Wes, when you look at those numbers, is that respect from Matt Corral that even though they didn't do much of nothing in the first half, second half against Alabama, they look better, he's not done even though their team 
got blown out last week against Alabama. Well, and I think when you're when you're Ole Miss, you still have a lot of quality opponents on your schedule, including one right now. This is part of the early window. Arkansas, Arkansas and Ole Miss mm-hmm. both trying to bounce back, where it's kind of like, okay, you're not quite at the heavyweight level yet in the SEC. You're at the uh, super middleweight level, maybe. <laughs> let's call it. Okay. They definitely were trying to punch above their weight class. Did not work out. Still no score, by the way. About four and a half minutes into that game, so Ole Miss still has Arkansas as an opponent. They still have pretty much quality opponents for the rest of the time, even the ones that aren't ranked. Tennessee, LSU, Auburn, Liberty comes in. Liberty, a very good uh, group of five team. Texas A&M, Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt, obviously, on the low right now in the SEC. And then, of course, Mississippi State. So there is still a possibility that this team wins 10 games. And I've always said with Matt Corral at Ole Miss, they have to get in like that New Year's six. If they get in that New Year's six, I don't think they have to be in the playoff or anything like that. But... That is kind of the Heisman, uh, you know, watch at least for him. And that's why I think there's respect. Plus, there's probably a lot of tickets uh, around yeah. Matt Corral. And one that we will get to later, too, in terms of a Heisman candidate in a later segment, Bijan Robinson in the end zone for Texas. He was 25 to 1, by the way, the running back for the Longhorns to begin the day. Texas now up 14 nothing off that block punt. Texas minus 3.5, 79.5 the end game total at BetMGM. So again, let's see if Spencer Rattler can throw his quarterback hat back into that Heisman Trophy ring if they can get back into this action today. And again, in the last hour of the show, uh, after we see a lot of the, the day's action here, we're going to have Aaron Moore on to discuss a lot of these things because I, I don't know that he agrees with us that Matt Corral is still alive uh, as a viable uh, co-favorite, if you will, as a second odds-on favorite to win the Heisman Trophy besides Bryce Young. I think the respect is there, like I was saying, is because he got bet pretty heavily when he, he was in the 20-to-1 range. And it's like, okay, do I do we really want to put more exposure out there when we really don't have to? But Bryce Young, the rightful favorite, they're the yep. number one team in the country. Makes Alabama sense. really has done nothing wrong, where it's kind of like there's times they can look pedestrian, but yet they're still better than everybody else. So... That's why you see Bryce Young right now at a dollar and a quarter. And again, we always feel like it's a it's a quarterback award, even though a wide receiver won it last year from Alabama. And, and you know, it's interesting because I thought that Matt Corral had his opportunity last week to have the Johnny Manziel type game against Alabama, and he really didn't have it. But it wasn't a terrible numbers performance when you look at Matt Corral. For Bryce Young, what does he have to do to hold on to it if it's his right now? And I know there's so many twists and turns that we're going to see in a college football season. Does he have to have some some massive 350, 400-yard game, or can he just be steady Eddie and win uh, this thing? I think he needs a big standout game here from this standpoint. I think that loss, that's what that did to him. So you can't be like, oh, Mr. Efficient, 275, <laughs> Good numbers. three touchdowns. You know, you're going to have to probably put up some kind of stupid numbers if you're Matt Corral. Well, and again, it always feels like you have to have a Heisman moment. We, we talk about it each and every uh, year. So we'll see if there's a Heisman moment coming for Bryce Young and or Matt Corral, but right now they still are the favorites to win this thing. And again, Alabama going up against a really good defense today in Texas A&M. So if Bryce Young is able to put up those numbers against the Jimbo Fisher defense that we think is pretty good, maybe those odds, again, don't like the number at plus 125 because there's just not a whole lot of mm-hmm. value left in it for Bryce Young. We'll see what he can do today, maybe to keep uh, on the short end of that favorites list. But right now he is the odds-on favorite at plus 125 to win this award. You said you kind of like the Turtles a little bit today. Maryland gets on the board first against Ohio State. So my smart play, not looking so smart early, because now i got to cover 24 here if I want to get to that number by the end of the day. But Maryland off to a good start. Well, Maryland ball. got down to the 18-yard line of Ohio State, third and three, two. I got or Talia, rather. I'm used to him his brother. Talia, Talia Tagovailoa got sacked, so Maryland had to settle for three, 48-yard or good. Now Maryland, 3 nothing. Ohio State minus 18-and-a-half, 69-and-a-half at BetMGM. So there you go. Already the adjusted line down to 18-and-a-half here. And we mentioned that Texas was... Knocking on the door for another score. They got that score, as you mentioned, 14 nothing here. Uh, w- when you look at this game very quickly, because I know, uh, first of all, it was the Red River shootout. Then they went to the Red River rivalry, and now it's the Red River showdown. Can we just settle on one? Because, you know, yeah. as you get older like I do, Wes, it's hard to keep track of wh- whatever the hell you want to call it. That's fine. It's just a great game that we look forward to every Is- year. And right now, Texas is enjoying this much more than Oklahoma. Because it's the uh, annual game around the uh, Texas State Fair right. there at the Cotton Bowl. The big and, deal. Uh, and you're right. Now, 14 to nothing, Texas, and uh, adjusted line here on this one. Texas minus 5.5, 77.5 on the total. 
Oklahoma going to need to get something going. We know Spencer Rattler heard the booze at home a couple weeks ago. I, I got to think here, though, if I'm an Oklahoma backer, and I know you were pre-flop here, and I kind of was leaning that way. Now I'm getting four and a half. There's so much football to be played in this game. I mean, Wes, if you're an in-game better, wouldn't this be the type of spot here that would, you would feel like, all right, I can jump back in with Boomer sooner? Or we talked about it throughout the, the weeks uh, previous. Sometimes you're on the wrong side, you're on the wrong side. I don't feel that way yet because there's so mm-hmm. much football in a rivalry game like this. Would you be apt to hop in and take those four Well, and a half? ordinarily, yes. But Oklahoma hasn't been able to get those chunk plays right now. And no. look, they went three and out. On their first drive, Rattler got sacked, and then the block punt, and now second 10. I'm uh, looking for that on our studio screen, not finding it right now. But nevertheless, 14 enough in Texas, just two minutes into the game. It, it's very interesting here in the Big Ten because Rutgers hopped out early on Sparty 7 nothing. It looks like the Spartans have just uh, returned fire here, and PAT pending, it's it's 7-6 to six right now. This isn't your dad's Spartans, right? Because I always go, boy, they're, they're just not going to score enough, and I know... Nebraska really dominated dominated them in the second half, even though Sparty held on to win that game. What do we make of Michigan State now against a good defense here in Greg Schiano? And again, they're about to tie this thing up with about six minutes to go in the first quarter. Yeah, they're just now in the end zone here. Six oh five left to go. Extra point is good. So we're all, all not up. Seven. Yeah, and Rutgers did get the money, and I played a little Rutgers at plus five this week because. This is the spot for Michigan State now. You are at number 11 in the country. You are on the precipice of being in the top 10. This was an unranked team, by the way, Yes. going into the season. Look, that win in Miami, and Miami obviously not at the usual standards, but that's still not a bad win. And then they beat Nebraska, and they beat Western Kentucky. So they really haven't beaten a really good team as of yet. And I don't know if Rutgers is a really good team. I think they're really improved, but I think everybody was kind of down on them because they got boat raced by Ohio State last week. But... I do, you know, I thought Rutgers could kind of hang in there. Maybe Michigan State, not used to this being a road favorite here in the second year of Mel Tucker, but now all tied at seven. Michigan State minus three and a half at BetMGM, 55 and a half on your total. Yeah, I thought it might be a rock fight. We're getting some points there in Piscataway, New Jersey, so all knotted up at seven. We're going to take a quick timeout, but when we come back, Michael Felder is going to join us, and I cannot wait to pick his brain. He breaks down tape like nobody's business there at Stadium. So come on back with us right here. It is Betting Across America right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. VSIN's Point Spread Weekly is out now, and in this edition, we're going to break down the big AFC showdown between the Bills and the Chiefs. Matt Eunice is going to tell us the two elite contenders in the NFC, and Steve Mackinnon is going to give us the trends and systems for betting the MLB divisional round. These stories and much, much more in this week's edition of Point Spread Weekly. Download it today or go to VSIN.com slash subscribe for more information. That's VSIN.com slash subscribe back here betting across america dave ross alongside wes reynolds and again wes i try not to play favorites with our guests mm-hmm. but i really like michael felder he's a great guest to have on the show of course does great work at stadium miss him back in our chicago time i'm sure he's cooking once he gets done with his assignments today but michael i gotta ask you because i always ask wes every week and you know i'm infatuated with the fighting hardballs here in michigan and tonight kind of feel like the haunted here they're laying a small number on the road against Nebraska, it looks like Scott Frost has got things turned around for the Big Red. Am I in danger here of the Fighting Harbs losing for the first time this year? Yeah, man. I mean, this is going to be interesting. Um, I think it's about bodies, and it's about vertical push. And for Michigan, uh, they have better bodies than, than Nebraska, right? They have better players. Their roster is better overall. Uh, but not by a ton, but it is better. And so... The next question becomes, can Nebraska load up the box to stop this rushing attack? Uh, we saw in the game against uh, the game after Rutgers, Wisconsin, the mm-hmm. Wisconsin game, Michigan worked to push the ball down the field. And, and the way that I think about this, and the way that I try to explain this to people is Michigan up until that game, you can give me all this blah, blah, blah BS, uh, but in, in the Rutgers game, they only threw the ball 15 yards, and that was about it. Like that was their longest air yards that they had was 15 yards. It turned into a 51-yard play. Um, but if you're not going to challenge down the field vertically, 
that means that, that um, Nebraska is going to be able to have 11 guys within 9 to 12 yards of the line of scrimmage, which means you're going to have a really hard time running the football because even though you have better bodies on the offensive line, uh, you don't have as many bodies it, making those plays. And so it's going to be interesting to see how that shakes itself out. I want to see if they push, they let Cade McNamara push the ball down the field vertically because for every five yards that you consistently throw the football, you open up these passing lanes, but you also open up running lanes and you make people have to cover. There's a humongous difference between covering 20 yards and covering 40 yards. And I think that's the element of this game. Uh, zone or man that, that, Nebraska, that, that Michigan has not really been able to exploit. And I think that's an area where if you're Nebraska, you're coming into this football game, you're looking at this game until they, have pushed you down the field consistently, you dial in and stop the run and stop the intermediate passing game, which is going to keep Nebraska in the game for a long time. So, uh, Michael, uh, we talk about the Big Ten here of Michigan-Nebraska, as, as, by the way, Ohio State's going to have to settle for three here. Yeah. But the big game in the Big Ten today, obviously, is going to be Penn State and Iowa. Iowa seeing a little bit of support in the market now, two at BetMGM, some two and a half out there. Projected to be a low-scoring game, Michael. You usually don't see a total at 41 <laughs> in college football in this modern-day era of run as many plays as you can as fast as you can. But what do you make of Penn State and Iowa, two top-five teams going at it today? I love both of these teams, honestly. And, and as much as I, I – I wish both I, – I don't, I don't know if it's going to happen. I don't think it will happen. But I wish both of these teams could get into the playoffs because this is the type of football I like to watch. Uh, Iowa is – there's no team with a greater understanding of their own identity in the country. Uh, They know who they are. They know how they play. They know where they fit in. They know what they're supposed to be doing. They have a a gang of of, of defensive football players that recognize where they fit, and they just do their job. And that's one of the hardest things. And, Dave, you and I have talked about this, right? Like, Mm -hmm. just doing your job, it's really hard because everybody wants to make the biggest play, but the reality is, if you make the little play, then somebody else can make the big play, and then your whole defense is, is looking good. And uh, People talk about the turnovers time and time again. I've had a bunch of people, be it radio, be it podcast, whatever, ask me about their turnovers. And one of the things that I've realized is not enough people actually watch Iowa football. Uh, they don't watch. They don't know what's happening. And so when someone asks me, well, they can't keep up these turnovers forever, can they? And I'm like, well, which turnovers do you think are luck? And I think over the course of three games against Power 5 opponents, I think they have two two, maybe two and a half lucky turnovers. All the rest of those turnovers are forced and created by this defense because, again, you mentioned you get pressure on the quarterback. Pressure on the quarterback leads to an errant pass. That errant pass is intercepted not because it luckily falls into the hands of the the, the, the defensive back, but, but it's intercepted because they play zone. They play zone defense, they pattern match, and they watch the quarterback. And because you play zone coverage, you have 11 sets of eyeballs, 22 eyes, on what the quarterback's doing every single play, which leads to being able to make those deflections. Cincinnati would not have the same t- – Cincinnati's turnovers don't look the same as Iowa's turnovers because Cincinnati plays almost exclusively man defense. And because when you play man, your back is to the quarterback, you don't get to live off of these tips. So Cincinnati's turnovers are forced, but they're forced through great coverage. And Iowa's are forced through great scheme, the ability to pressure quarterback, the ability to get hands. They've got a couple deflection turnovers that are important. So Sean Clifford has to watch out for those things defensive linemen getting their hands in his throwing lanes that lead to linebackers or safeties or corners taking the ball away. And then on the other side, when you look at Penn State, the big thing that they have to do is they've got to push the ball down the field. We talked about it a little bit with Michigan. I think Penn State, for me, one of the reasons I really love watching Penn State is, is they're married to pushing the ball down the field. They're married to what I talked about, that challenge you to cover 45 yards down the field on every single play because you don't know what they're going to do. And I think that's important. Jahan Dotson, one of the best wide receivers in the country. Coming into the year, we were talking about Chris Olave. Mm-hmm. We're wondering what we're going to get out of, of um, what's the, the kid at Mims at Oklahoma, uh, Justin Ross at Clemson. And I think Jahan Dotson has had uh, – Jahan Dotson and Keyshawn uh, Boutte have had the two most impressive wide receiver seasons so far, and Olave probably is right there with them. Uh, so I, I think pushing Jahan Dotson down the field has allowed Parker Washington to come in behind in that intermediate space. For Penn State, and real, I'm working on this theory, and I don't know if it's going to hold true, but I'm going to continue to look at it. But I think that if Penn State can complete 30% of their vertical pushes, uh, and they're going to throw the ball down the field between what nine and 12 times, if they can complete three, four of those, then they have an opportunity. Then, if they can complete three or four of those, then they're going to win. Wow! And I am if they right because here's the thing: when you complete a pass for 20 yards, it's not just the 20 yards. 
the ball's in the air for 25. The ball's in the air for 35. But that means that you're flipping the field, and it also means that you have an opportunity for your wide receiver to catch the ball and run into the end zone. And if they can complete three or four of those explosive plays, which is what they did game one against Wisconsin, right? They completed a couple plays down the field, and that led to them winning a game that ultimately was a war of attrition. And for anyone that says that Penn State is one-dimensional because they're not highly ranked from a rushing offense standpoint, I think there's a humongous difference between being one-dimensional and not being that good at running. Penn State is not very good at running, but they have, I think, 10, 12, 12 fewer rush attempts than Iowa. And so they, they are running the football, and then you throw in the screen game, which is an extension of their, their run game, and they do make rushing attempts. They do run the football, so you do have to worry about that. You do have to care about Noah Kane, and if he's healthy, healthy, Devin Ford, you do have to come down to the box for those things. And they're making you – they're keeping you – Penn State's keeping you honest. So this is a, an interesting ballgame. I think the Penn State wins. I think that because of the idea of them completing three or four passes over that 20-yard mark, over that 25-yard mark, I think that's the difference in the football game. Spending a couple more minutes here with Michael Felder. Of course, follow him in the bleachers on Twitter, as I do. Does great work with Stadium as a college football analyst. Michael, I do want to pick your brain here. When you mentioned you love the, the Penn State and Iowa – potentially to you or you know college football playoff-type teams when you break them down, how good they are and how physical they are. I want to ask you about BYU. At the end of the day, when you look at BYU, do they look like, potentially to you, if they run the table, a college football playoff-worthy team? I think they're knocking on the door, and I think that's going to be an interesting um, the word I'm looking for. It's, an inter- it's going to be an interesting exercise of how it works, and we'll see what happens with Baylor Romney, Jared Hall, uh, I love Algier. Tyler Algier, their running back, is amazing. I think he's re- remarkable. I think that the most interesting thing about BYU has been how they have kind of remade, remade or remixed that wide receiver position because this is a team that uh, uh, two years ago, right, it was it, – it, that's all morphed around the quarterback. But it was this year it was Dax Milne and it was um, um, Gunnar Romney. And now we're seeing Paua – Step up. We're seeing Puka Nakua, who I, I wish they would get the ball to him a little bit more. <laughs> we talked about him when we used to emerge. I talked about him all the time. He, he transferred in. He's, I think he's really good. I want them to get him the ball a little bit more. And Gunnar Romney kind of sitting there in the middle, but these guys all have similar numbers in terms of uh, total yardage, even though they have different num- very different numbers in total reception. So if they can get, again, it goes back to that deep ball, big play theory, right, where you're looking at Puka Nakua, and he, only, he has half as many catches as their top guy, but guess what? He's only 80 yards behind him in total yards because he is a more of a big play threat, more of a big play wide receiver. And so as they work him in, I certainly think that they are a formidable opponent. I think they are a legitimate threat. I think this Boise State game has lost a little bit of juice because of the struggles that the Broncos have had. Mm-hmm. But we'll see how they how they handle it. But I'm very I'm I honestly I'm circling the Baylor game more than anything because Baylor is a team that's coming into their own from an identity standpoint. Obviously, a tough loss to Oklahoma State a week ago, but this is a team that, uh, with Gary Bohannon and, and, and Dave Miranda, they're finding out who they are, and they play a little tougher defense than you expect. All right, Michael Felder, I know you've got something cooking either tonight or tomorrow on your football weekend. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us here, betting across America. Always love catching up with Mike. Follow him on Twitter, as I do, at in the bleachers. All right, we're going to take a quick timeout, but Wes, when we come back, we have more scores. Oklahoma on the board, live adjusted odds and numbers when you come back with us, Betting Across America on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. And back here, betting across America, Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds and watching these early slate of action. And right now, Red River Showdown, I guess is what they're calling it now. We're going to stick with that for, for at least this year. Uh, boy, you know, I, I kind of liked Oklahoma getting back in this thing, down 14 zip. They did get a score, but then Spencer Rattler just turned it back over to the Longhorns. So they're back in business. Yeah, and uh, now inside the red zone, waiting for BetMGM to reprice this here. As we get teed up, that always kind of happens when right. we're talking about a game, and then the game's not live anymore. But uh, uh, Texas, 14-7 to here, five minutes left to go in the first quarter. Spencer Rattler, Oklahoma was driving. He throws an interception, and now Texas is in business. All right, so we'll keep updated on that once those live odds come back in here because it does look like Texas, as you mentioned, uh, they've got first and goal right now, about five minutes to go. But points galore here, 21 so far in the first quarter, looking like more. So Three and a half, uh, Texas on the minus, 84 and a half on the total. 84 and a half on the adjusted over. Wow. Okay. There's never been a better time to find out why BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks. Right now, new customers have a chance to win $200 in free bets when they place a $10 wager on Tyson Fury, the champ, to defend his title on October 9th. That is tonight. Just use the bonus code VEASAN200 when you make your first bet to take advantage of this offer. Get ready to start betting with confidence and turning knockouts into payouts. Sign up today and discover BetMGM's daily promotions, boosted odds specials, and much, much more. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com. Use the bonus code VEASAN200 to win $200 in free bets if Fury, the champ, is victorious get in the ring with the king of sportsbooks and enjoy fight night more than ever new customer offer paid in free bets eligibility restrictions do apply visit bedmgm.com for terms and conditions must be 21 years of age or older to wager please gamble responsibly if you have a problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in nevada we also saw that ohio state early on west reynolds that we thought might be in a little bit of trouble here maryland was up three zip maryland got a stop inside the five but instead of kicking the field goal Ohio State went for it, got the six points, tacked on the extra point. Now they're back in business deep in uh, Terp territory. Yeah, they look like they're about to score and go up 14-7 here. Henderson on a screen, knocked out inside the seven-yard line. So that's going to be first down for Ohio State. Just about a minute left to go in the first quarter. And uh, they may be able to get this before the first 15 minutes are done. But Maryland about to be down two scores early. Yeah, so again, and that touchdown ease, they are now back into the end zone. So 13-3, to Buckeyes, and it was Travion Henderson there with the touchdown run, PAT pending. Ohio State taking control here, about 17 seconds to go in the first quarter. Florida up 14-0 on Vanderbilt. And a game that I thought that was interesting from kind of a, a blowout perspective from a week ago was Arkansas and Ole Miss. Both these teams got handled pretty good last week, right? And, and I was curious to see how they would bounce back. And as of right now, I do believe Ole Miss just got on the board in the second quarter. So 7-6 uh, to six is the score that I saw. I don't know if the PAT. Yeah, Miss PAT here. So uh, just inside the second quarter. Now 7-6 to six early for Mackerel. 4-5, 33 yards. Does have seven carries for 37 yards. 
and a touchdown. So we'll wait to see that get repriced. But Arkansas currently with the lead. And again, he is the second uh, favorite right now to win the Heisman Trophy, not putting up great statistical numbers, as Wes just alluded to. We'll find out if they can get that offense clicking 7-6 to six right now. Arkansas. Let's get back to a discussion we were having with Michael Felder. Hopefully you heard him uh, in our last segment from Stadium. And it was about Penn State and Iowa. And he likes Penn State today, uh, catching the small number on the road uh, in Iowa City here. What do you make of Penn State overall? And again, I kind of feel like if you like Penn State here, I'm going to shoo the points and play the money line today to get, get this win outright as a small underdog here. But they do look like this is a, a competent team on both sides of the ball. Iowa, if they don't turn it over, they're dangerous, but their offense doesn't really scare you. They don't mm. jump off the page here. So do you kind of feel like Penn State might be the right side to be on here? I, I certainly lean that way. I just think that they have more playmakers, but I have not bet this game. I would want to see if I could get three. You look at Iowa, that's just what they do. They live off turnovers. Mm-hmm. They were plus seven last week. Remember, they were plus four in that game against Iowa State. So, uh, look. This is a really this is a really good defense. They only allow 87 rushing yards and 12 points per game on defense. Meanwhile, Penn State's only given up 12 a game on defense, but they're the more explosive team. Yeah. I think than Iowa and they have those weapons with with Dotson who I think is the best player on the field, but Iowa just look, they find ways to get that done and and this is going to be you would think a low scoring game, low total on the board right now at 41. That's pretty much where it's been all week because I think people that bet college football are so scared to go under such a low number, but I think it is this low for a reason. You're starting to see some two and a halves in the market. It is two right now at BetMGM. So I would want to see a three to show before one o'clock Pacific time kickoff, four o'clock Eastern. And then I might be interested a little bit more in Penn State, but this I do think is priced accordingly. It yeah. is a coin flip game, despite the fact that it's in Kinnick State. Let's uh, stay in that time slot with games getting that will kick in the, those hours. How about Georgia laying a big number here on the road against Auburn? And again, between the hedges, I don't know exactly where the hedges begin and end, but I do know this: Georgia's laying over two touchdowns in this game on the road, and that as good as Georgia's been in fourteen and a half here mm-hmm. at BetMGM. I, I've watched Bo Nix, and I know people have their opinion on Bo Nix, whether or not they think he's you know, all that we thought he would be when he came into Auburn. But to me, Wes, I, I look at this number, it feels too big on the road for me uh, for Georgia. I, am I right in, in thinking that the lean here might be towards the home team? It does feel a little big. And by the way, JT Daniels doubtful with the back injury, so it looks like it may be Stetson Bennett going for Georgia, not a, total, been fine. Not a total greenhorn no. uh, by any stretch of the imagination on the road, but this does seem a big number. And look, Georgia was the team I bet before the season to win the national championship. I've been touting this team pretty much all year. They're only giving up five points a game wow. and 181 yards overall. Number one in the country in terms of outgaining their opponents, plus 254 yards per game to the good. It hasn't mattered who really has been quarterback because their running backs are so deep, arguably one of the deepest backfields in the country. Bo Nix, I think, does come into this with some confidence, though. He had the uh, best performance that he has had in a big game, willed them from behind down there at Tiger Stadium, first win in Baton Rouge since 1999. And look, for all the grief he gets, he hasn't thrown an interception this season, Bo Nix. So, uh, I do think this number is high in what is uh, what is called the Deep South's oldest rivalry. I don't think there's a special trophy in this game oh, or anything, but it is the Deep South's oldest rivalry. And yeah, if I, if I were to play this game and I have not, I would rather be taken rather than laying. I might just maybe have a frying pan out there. It seems to work in other places. Uh, we, we mentioned it, the discussion a little bit with Michael Felder about BYU. And the reason why I brought them up, Wes, is because I think for the first time now, they are in the discussion on the periphery of the radar for the college football playoff. Because I know that Cincinnati is firmly in that mix right now as you know a non-Power 5 to say that they, they have the right if they run the table after the wins in Indiana against your Hoosiers against Notre Dame. That, is that good enough for them and their resume? Because BYU's resume, quite frankly, mm-hmm. is better than Cincinnati's if they run the table and go undefeated. So they're laying a small number against Boise State. They start putting up big numbers. Mm-hmm. We have to relook at this team and say, okay, maybe they're not so much on the outside looking at. I think so, and now they're already up to 10th in the rankings, and they are going to play a tougher schedule when it's all said and done again than Cincinnati, and that's why you're seeing a little bit what you saw out of Cincinnati last night, and it kind of played out how I thought 
a little bit sluggish early. Mm -hmm. Maybe the timing's a little bit off. Temple did cover the first half, and then it was off to the races. Temple makes a mistake. You can't make a mistake against a good team. I think they had like two muff punts. Cincinnati ended up winning, going away, and they may be able to pile up numbers on some of these teams, and that might be what they have to do because SMU maybe is going to be ranked at the end of the season. Maybe Houston gets ranked later on in the season. I don't think they'd get them to an AAC championship game, but UCF's already lost a yeah. couple games, and that's kind of their big rival. That's who they get, by the way, next week, Cincinnati. So they're probably going to have to get style points in some of these games, whereas BYU, you look, they have a lot of opportunity, I think, going going down the stretch in terms of their schedule. They've already beaten three Pac-12 teams. One of them looks like they're pretty darn good in Arizona State. Yeah. They look like they're the best team in the South right now. You have Baylor, who they are going to get next week. And by the way, Baylor is in action here early on, 21-7 against West Virginia through one quarter. You're going to go on the road to Washington State. Not great, but still a Pac-12 team. You're getting Virginia at home, Bronco Mendenhall coming back to Provo in a few weeks, and you get USC. But a lot of these BYU games, that game against Baylor, because if Baylor holds on here against West Virginia, they're probably back in the top 25 come Monday morning. So it looks better. Yeah, you get that win. the schedule is better. But there's not really a lot of those marquee games. There's marquee names, but not marquee rankings. So, by the way, Jaron Hall is going to be back today. He was out with a rib injury, upgraded to probable. So, what you're seeing on that game, seeing a little trickle of Boise State money. I think it's down to about six, six and a half pretty much in the market. Isn't it funny, though, very quickly before we get a break, the biggest misnomer in college football is, ah, it really doesn't matter how, how big the, the, the margin of victory is. No, mm -hmm. it absolutely matters. Mm -hmm. And these coaches know it, and these teams know it, and they're going to start putting up numbers. To, to your point, Cincinnati did it last night against Temple. I wonder if they get the opportunity today if BYU would do that to Boise State. Think about that before you place those wagers. Hour number one in the books. It just flies by here, betting across America. When we come back, some uh, season-long bets are in flux today. We'll discuss when you come back with us. It is VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.